Bangle Bangers. It's your girl Timo and Mandy, <laughs> and we dangling. Dangling, <laughs> y'all. Welcome to episode seventeen. Mandy, what you been up to, girl? How your week been? Honey, what a wonderful week it is to be black. Okay, <laughs> black. Thank God I'm black. <laughs> About to be black. I won't take it back. Hey, hey, hey. okay. So why are you so happy to be black? (laughs) Because, because black women, once again, did what? Save the day. Hey, hooray! Black women save the day. You did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Okay. Listen, I'm just so relieved that that person who has occupied the White House for the four, the past three and a half years, three point seven five years will finally get to take his ass back to Mar-a-Lago and play <laughs> golf like he without being interrupted by such important matters such as running the country. Okay? <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, I'm relieved. I celebrated by, well not even celebrated, I took some mental health days. Um, the election was on Tuesday and as I told you all, like my job is um, political season is terrible for my mental health because my job we do a lot with politics um on the state level and so i don't want to get into any details i don't want to go there because i'm in a good space (laughs) right but i i just decided to take off the rest of the week starting on wednesday and um and uh, today is also wednesday today is uh what wednesday the 11th and i got the veterans day off or veterans however y'all say it um, shout out to the armed forces for you know doing the things that I can't do. Yes, so, thank, you. thank you for your service. Keeping this country free, uh, even though we've had plenty of folks who tried to not make us free and make it a dictatorship. But anyways, <sighs> right today I am filled with gratitude and I am relieved. What about you, honey? Same. I mean, the week before your election week was a nail biter. It was. I felt like. I just had so much stress and I actually decided that I was going to, you know, take a break before the election because I knew that it was going to be some foolishness. So I did have that week off um, and I just needed some time to just like chill and relax. And I think it's because I'm always doing so much. Of course, I was still doing stuff, but, you know, it wasn't as like pressing. But then on that great day, handy that great day on Saturday. <laughs> On Saturday when they hit us, hit us with them results, <laughs> it was just like, wow. You know, everybody was like, oh, Biden not going to save us, blah, blah, whatever. When I tell you I had a sigh of relief and some tears filled my eyes just for... Okay. Just for the just for the beauty of the moment of seeing Kamala and just for the, you know, the freedom that just came from like not having to just think about that dude. <laughs> like being in office and just all the all the hatred and stuff that he has brought up. It's just been so much 
like knowing that we are not safe. Like I can't go on my social media to have fun. Like I'm going on social media to see that the president is having a nervous breakdown every day. (laughs) It's ridiculous. So here's my thing. Yeah, and it's like, y'all negative Nancy's. We all can be negative on Twitter. Twitter is a very toxic place. Even though I enjoy Twitter, Twitter can be very toxic. And it's like, girls, girls, we've been stabbed repeatedly for the past 3.75 years. We just got this shit stitched up. We know it ain't completely healed, but we stopped to bleed. Can we rejoice for a week? Please. Please. Please, can we rejoice? Please. But no, they want us to be mad all day. I mean, we got Trump out, but Joe Biden, Joe Biden is not the savior. Did you hear that song, girl? Somebody need to keep uh, sweat remix to Joe Biden. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Yes, girl. Jobad. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up right quick. Oh my god. I hope you can hear it through the little uh I hope y'all can, but we know a... we'll add it on there. <laughs> hold Not on. Joe Biden, let baby. me uh, uh hold on one second. Hold on. Let me see if I can uh play it. Can you hear this? Yes. I can't believe it. All my dreams came true. America voted, and the country turned blue. We wanted Joe Biden for the next four years. Wait till he get to the course. We wanted Kamala. She remember the fly, and the fly already had a whole Twitter account and a meme account within seconds. Seconds, milliseconds. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like you know what? Okay. Y'all, y'all gonna do y'all thing. Okay. If y'all don't do nothing else, y'all gonna do y'all thing. But anyway, but you know. Go ahead. I was about to say, but you know they had the memes of Kamala, honey, because when she was like, I'm speaking, I'm speaking, I'm speaking. Girl, because they was like, the mail-in ballots was like, I'm speaking. Yeah. <laughs> the mail-in ballots came in, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm speaking. speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> okay. Oh. What was you about to say? Is. Yeah. <laughs> So while we were rejoicing, you know, 
one thing that bothered me mm-hmm. was, you know, they won't let you just have a good moment and rejoice because, you know, shout out to who? Stacey Abrams. Because Stacey Abrams did what? Hold the whole state of Georgia on her back. She said, you know what? Y'all <laughs> didn't shit at me out of election, but y'all won't do that no more. So what did sis do? She registered 800,000 people Honey. and got them registered to vote in the state of Georgia. And what did Georgia do? Turn what? Blue. Blue. <laughs> okay. And it was like, oh, wow. Look at you, sis. Being so selfless. Because, honey, when I tell you, after the state of Georgia did Stacey Abrams the way that they did her, I would have said F all of y'all. Right. Right. Because the way that white man showed out, okay, I would have been like, you okay. know what? Forget, forget all of this. It's not even worth it. That's all I'm going to say. But anyways, you know, black people, we've been uh, patting ourselves on the back or whatever. You know, we proud of what we did because truth be told, had it not been for the blacks, well, Joe Biden won a one because the major, um, the, the cities who had the, the biggest impact, particularly in the battleground states, was who? Milwaukee, black. Atlanta, black. Philadelphia, black. Atlanta, bliggity black. Okay? And so, black, black, you know, black. Us, us black women who voted at 91% rate, okay? What was that? 91%. Okay. 91. That sounds like an A to me. It <laughs> sounds like an A to me. An A average. Okay. A. Okay. We did our part. But then, what happens? A day after the election <sighs> was finalized. Who comes, gets her ass on the TV? Eva Longoria. and what Eva do I want to thank I want to thank the Latina community (laughs) for being the determinant factor in this election excuse me where (laughs) where (laughs) where you can't because I wish I could pull up the statistics because the ones I saw Eva you missed a couple marks. Honey, because, right. Because Florida, look, Florida would like to say hello. Hello. <laughs> Florida. It's me. Does not agree with your analysis, sis. And the statistics, <laughs> Timo, I wish you could have found the tweet because I remember you tweeted about the statistics. Um, The girls, I would like a word because Eva, shout out to the folks who did do right. But guess what? A lot of y'all did not. Okay, and y'all need to give us our things because I hate to tell y'all this, but y'all are divided in the Latina community, the Latinx community. Okay, because the Puerto Ricans they did their part, the Dominicans they did their part, but I'm gonna tell you who did not: the Cubans. The Cubans. The Cubans did not do their part, honey. They think they white. Okay, so they did not do their part. But guess what? They are still a part of the Latina community. Right. Look, so I got the what? stats, honey. I got the stats. I got the stats. Yeah, Latino men, y'all was 36% for Trump. Latino men, 36% for Trump, 61% for Biden. Latino women, y'all was 28% for Trump. 
Say it again. 28% for Trump, Eva. 28%. And y'all was 70% for Biden, sis. So come, come on. And we'll go ahead and take it to the black women. Read it again. 91%. 91% for Biden, and I'm embarrassed of this 8%, okay? <laughs> embarrassed by this 8%. So, no, don't get on out here talking about y'all did that. No, 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 no. I mean, y'all had 28% and 36% for y'all men. Please. Okay, and, I, and I'm not going to get on no waspy women because they showed uh-huh. their asses this year, okay? Oh, I got their stats up, too. <laughs> Go ahead so, and tell me what the waspy women did. <laughs> 55% for Trump. 55% for Trump. 55. That sounds like more than the last time. Because it was, because it was 52% last time. 52. Y'all went up three percentage points. Wait, what? Excuse me? Excuse Did y'all not talk? Me? Did y'all not talk to y'all husbands or y'all family members or y'all cunts or grandmas? Nothing? What did y'all do? Cause y'all was out there uh in the uh streets, uh in the in the um not the parades in the protests. So what did did you change your mind? What happened? But anyways, <laughs> I can't get on the waspy women. And for y'all who don't know what waspy is, white Anglo-Saxon <laughs> Protestant. Okay. <laughs> I cannot stand y'all. But yeah, the men too, because y'all was at 58%. White men, 58% for Trump. That's again, 58%. So it's just like, how can you expect me to feel safe around y'all? That's half of y'all. That means one out of every two white men voted for Trump. That's what that means. I see white people all day. How am I supposed to feel safe? How? How? Y'all voted. It was like, yeah, he good. We good with this. No, no. The and if it, is no. And like we said, and if it wasn't for our beautiful, strong, resilient black women, my God. So oh. you know, Eva had to go back and recant her statement because you know the Twitter oh. girls drug her for filth or whatever, <laughs> as they should have. And uh, well, I ain't gonna say they should have drug her for filth, but I just felt like she just got so excited because she helped the night before in the group project. But the reality is, since you didn't put the group project together, y'all got an A, but you you gave out 10% contribution. And I'm not trying to negate that you helped at all, like your contributions. But what I'm telling you is that without us, you wouldn't have got an A. That's what I'm telling you. Okay? Right. Right. So, you know, it's a team effort, sis, but I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Like, the Latina community is, you know, mostly populated in Texas and Florida, and they was red. Okay? Yeah. And New York. New York did their part, but it's plenty of folks up in New York. So, sis, you know, you're not going to claim our things for us. And shout out to Auntie Kamala, excuse me, Madam Vice President-Elect Yes. Okay. Because shortly after them confirming the election, despite the fact that, you know, that man who's currently the occupant is trying to say that, you know, the election was rigged, but, you know, whatever about him. She wrote, (laughs) and I quote, I want to speak directly to the black women in our country. Thank you 
you are too often overlooked and yet are asked time and again to step up and be mm. the backbone mm. of our democracy. Mm. We, we could not have done this without you. Mm. I'm glad. I'm glad. So glad about it that you acknowledge the efforts of what black women, because you know, and we all know who did what they were supposed to do. Period, mm-hmm. Pooh. Period, Pooh. And that's on period, Pooh. And who always do, no matter what, after the years of foolishness and fuckery, we still show up because we still believe that there is better that better look that a change gonna come oh yes it will yes it will okay we still believe (laughs) it's just like you have to give it this the oath to the strong black women (laughs) okay shout out to them shout out shout out to the strong shout out to the aunties who have who have paved the way after everything that folk, the I'm just gonna call white people and white supremacy has put us through, there are black women who will still get up and say, you know what? Nah, bitch. <laughs> nah, bitch. You're not gonna do me like this. And I'm just so grateful that we exist and that we can say, you know what? Nah, bitch. Nah, You're not gonna nah, do nah, it. Nah. <laughs> You're not going to do us like this. You're not. And I'm glad our voices is being heard. So, you know, the whole episode today, whole episode today is dedicated to the aunties, honey. The aunties. Yes. Yes. The strong, strong, strong black women out here making okay. it do what it do every day when y'all trying to make it do what it don't do. Okay. okay. We still making it do what it do. So, Mandy, go ahead. Shout out. Shout out an auntie. <laughs> Okay, as an auntie in training, you know I'm a I'm a I'm a little auntie, you know, young auntie. I'm a go ahead and training. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a young auntie. I'm an auntie junior. You know, you got to grow into it. But I, you know, I got a little auntie energy. But I'm a go ahead and since we was just talking about her, I'm a go ahead and talk about the bougie aunties like you know Kamala Harris. Okay, because see they serve an important purpose. Okay. See, the bougie aunties, they go out, you know, they got great jobs. Most, a lot of them are highly educated, you know, got nice houses, nice cars. You know, they usually mm-hmm. have their ish together. You know, people talk about them because, you know, they speak in a certain tone. They say, hi, my name is Kamala. How are you? You know, they speak a little different. They may oh not God. congregate in certain areas. And it is what it is. But let me tell you something. Them aunties, they serve a purpose, okay? Because they serve the purpose of showing these white people that black people can't exist and be excellent in the same room with y'all, okay? These aunties that are bougie, they classy, bougie, and ratchet, really. That's the real (laughs) thing that they are because they'll come to the boardroom and have on their suits and they'll speak with the king's English, and they'll come <laughs> and be black excellence, and then they'll get in a car 
and turn on what's the 411 with Mary J. Blige, okay? okay. And go talk and, and call their homegirls and be like, let me tell you what this bitch did today in the boardroom. Let me tell you how I want to cuss his ass out because that bitch tried me today, okay? <laughs> That's what the bougie auntie's doing, okay? Yeah, bougie and- aunties is out here making sure that y'all white people ain't sitting up here acting like we can't do the damn thing, okay? <laughs> Yes, get right out of the Tesla, jump right to the boardroom, and then jump right back out of it and go where? Right to the wing stop. Let's go. <laughs> and they going to the black restaurant. They going to the soul food restaurant and getting them some macaroni, some collards, all of that. Sure is. Getting them some oxtails. Okay. <laughs> sure is. That's when you see a Mercedes pull up in the hood to get them a little rest, go to get them a little soul food. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Bushy Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> and Bushy Auntie, you know, it's always a man who got confidence who gonna shoot they, they shot with two teeth, you know, who have no business talking to Auntie. And she'll say no, thank you, oh and keep it moving while she waiting on her food because somebody trying to sell her a CD or trying to sell her a t shirt or something while they in the hood. But it's fine. She okay with it. But yeah, shout out to the Bushy Aunties. Henny, shout out to the bougie aunties. Shout out. Henny, so I'm trying to see <laughs> the bougie aunties. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Henny, but let's talk about the next one. So they're in the midst of the bougie auntie, right? Uh, think mm-hmm. about accomplished, but also unapologetic. Because, you know, bougie aunties, they'll be a more little tame, you know, be a more, little bit more you know, about themselves. But the unapologetic aunties, they gonna say what they got to say. And they gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> okay, they gonna say what they got to say. And they don't care. And they're also gonna be what? Well accomplished. And so they're gonna know exactly what they're talking about. So you're not gonna be able to try them. And y'all already mm-hmm. know the auntie that I'm talking about when you think about this is Auntie Maxine Waters. Okay. <laughs> because Honey, speak. <laughs> Auntie Maxine, <laughs> Auntie Maxine, she has no time for the girls, for the guys, for the bullshit. Okay, <laughs> when sis said she Ever. was reclaiming, when she was reclaiming her time, <laughs> yeah, she needed all of her time back, all of her seconds back. And oh my gosh, when she tweeted something the other day about somebody. Oh, who, I'm looking oh, for it. You keep going. I'm looking for it. <laughs> So, yeah, she's going to say what she has to say, and she dares you to try her because she has her what? Her receipts. And she knows exactly what she's talking about. You know, I see some of myself in her, okay? Oh, you, you're uh, definitely Maxine. I, I, I see some of my stuff in her because what you're not going to do, I know what I'm talking about, and I don't have time to be giving it to you tame like because these folks act like they don't understand. So let me just hit it to you with the real and with the quick me. Yeah, here's, here's the receipts. Here is what you said, and here is where you failed when you thought you was going to try and play me, <laughs> Okay. Good okay, day. boo, get it right, get it tight. Good day. <laughs> Good day. Yeah, they try. Yeah, I'm trying name. to find. Oh my God, please let me find this tweet from Auntie Maxine because when I tell y'all, Auntie showed out so bad. Oh my and God, she look through. Uh, and she don't did, care. Did I, and did she I don't it to care. You she, no, I feel like you sent it to me. Dang. Oh, dang. Oh, I found it, girl. I think she yes. did that tweet. But, you know, shout out to a screenshot, okay? Yes. 
so yeah, she didn't deleted it now. I don't know why we didn't seen it at this point. We had twenty six thousand likes at this point until you could have kept it up. Right. But anyways, um, on November the fifth, before she deleted it, tweet uh, sis tweeted, auntie tweeted, the Republic tried it again. <laughs> they the Republic tried it again. <laughs> They raised $10 million to try and defeat me with a candidate who was dishonorably discharged from the Navy and was a deadbeat dad, refusing to pay child support for four different children in four different states. We have the receipts and we're sharing them with everybody. (laughs) Everybody, okay? Everybody. Honey, the uh, unapologetic RT, one thing we gonna have is receipts, okay? One thing we gonna have (laughs) is receipts. I'm talking about screenshots, emails, thoughts, (laughs) okay? Correct. All of it. Honey, all of it. So, yes, and I love her because, again, she lets you know, like, I know what I'm talking about, and what you're not going to do is try to play me. No, 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 no. You're not going to put this unqualified dude. No. And if y'all if y'all want to pretend like we don't know his tea, here it is, because he got five baby mamas and they paying child support, so what's good? <laughs> but why Maxine go so low? You know, Michelle Obama said when they go uh, low, you go high. Maxine said, no, ma'am. <laughs> I said, forget that. She said, they go low, honey. Listen, you might as well go ahead and put on your knee pads because I'm getting right down there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, Auntie got 72% of the vote. Auntie got 172,000 votes. Old dude got 66,000 votes. She beat him <laughs> to the white meat. To the white meat. To the white meat. <laughs> Yes, sis. <laughs> and he was a black man. Sorry oh, to that man. No, sorry, not sorry. Bye. Bye, stupid. You had no business running. <laughs> Come on, okay. respect the auntie. See, that's what happened because they don't want to put no respect on our name. And y'all see Fall back, son. Well, the Republican Party said, oh, we'll just get another colored out there. That'll help. Hey, Listen, look, Dan- look Daniel y'all. <laughs> Okay, y'all can keep all y'all Tim Scotts. Let me tell you something. They, they love to bring up a Tim Scott anytime they talk about something with colored business. Oh, yeah, well, Senator Tim Scott, I don't care about that nigga. Stop talking about him. He'll say, oh, you know, I was raised from humble beginnings. Ben Carson was too. And. <laughs> right. I don't care about them. the problem. Y'all was too humble and y'all forget. Y'all forget. Honey, Jeez. y'all jumped out the ghetto. Y'all jumped away from the ghetto so quick. Y'all didn't forget what it was like. <laughs> right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Honey, well, let me just go ahead and get all the way gangster. Okay. An auntie that I love is the ratchet auntie. Okay. Hey. Because see, we didn't talk about the bougie auntie. We didn't talk about the dignified kind of ratchet auntie. But I like the full ratchet. The kind... She gonna drink too much at the family event. She oh, gonna yeah. cuss somebody out at the family <laughs> event. She might not have on the right clothes at the graduation. Okay? <laughs> Shout out to the ratchet aunties. Because everybody know a ratchet auntie. Oh, and you be a little embarrassed right at times. <laughs> you might be a little embarrassed at times. But it is what it is. Because she keep the family fun. 
okay? Yeah. It's somebody I follow on TikTok. I'm gonna find her in the bio. But she ratchet as hell and she cusses out the whole family each time. But it is funny. And another thing about a ratchet auntie, she gonna tell you the truth when nobody else will. Okay? <laughs> Honey, that that hairstyle don't look good on you. That ain't you. And they're going to tell you without you asking. You walk in the house, you ain't been there six years. Hey, hey, family, how you doing? Mm, I'm going to tell you one thing. It's good to see you, but honey, that hair ain't for you. But listen, <gasps> but listen, but then, but guess what, though? But the ratchet auntie is what? The ratchet auntie is the what? The one who also do the hair. So she going to fix that hair for you, though. Come on over here. <laughs> Come on over. I got my comb. Come on. You got some. Somebody got a rat too comb. I I get it situated. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. We can go by the Chinese store. (laughs) She gonna braid it or she gonna put you an updo, whatever you need. She gonna tell you to sit on the floor and sit between her legs and she gonna do your hair now. She gonna gonna get you right. That's what they do, honey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely gonna get you right. Yeah, and only thing she gonna ask you to do, well, Auntie, can I pay you? No, but you can go by the store and get me a pint, a pint <laughs> a of Hennessy, cigarettes. <laughs> can I get a pack of Newports? Just go pick me up a pack of Newports. The ratchet aunties always either smoking some ratchet ass cigarettes, some Newports. It's always Newports, okay? That's all ratchet aunties smoke, okay? Oh my or Blackie Miles. Oh, yeah. Or Blunt. <laughs> it's only three things that Black Auntie smoke cigarette, Newports, Blackie Miles, or Blunt. That's it. It ain't no in between. Yeah. Now, and then they're going to either drink beer or brown. Don't pass them no damn wine. You be like, hey, auntie, you want some Chardonnay? Chardonnay? I don't want no damn Chardonnay. <laughs> right I don't want no grapes. <laughs> I don't want no grapes. I want some brown. Oh, my God. And then, because you try to give them a wine, that wine bitter. So then you give them a little Moscato. It ain't cold enough. Give me some ice. I need some ice cubes. So they going to have eight ice cubes in a glass of wine. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and the ratchet auntie. So here's the thing about ratchet aunties: they are tired. It doesn't get better with age. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, you know, most older people when they get older and it's time for them to go out, they start wearing slacks all the time. You know, or nice knit pants, dresses, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like my aunt, she got a couple pair of jeans, but she don't. She definitely don't wear no skinny jeans. But honey, the ratchet aunties, they're wearing skinny jeans for the rest of their life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And body, and body con dresses. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, you took the words out of my mouth, honey. Uh, auntie is gonna wear a body con dress, but the thing is, they refuse to wear spikes. Hey, if you're gonna wear the body con, can you put on a spike? I ain't putting on no spike restricting uh-huh. me like that. I can't breathe. <laughs> Yeah, honey, they're putting on that body kind with no spanks, okay? And they barely and put eyelashes. on they'll put on their flip-flops. <laughs> flip-flops, slides, and some eyelashes, okay? The new the new ratchet aunties, they got them long-ass eyelashes, too, okay? Oh, my gosh, and I love them. Because, honey, when I tell you, I love you be ready to turn up with, listen, <laughs> mess around. They gave you your first beer. They gave you your right? first, uh, they gave you your first Mike's Hard Lemonade Smirnite <laughs> Ice. 
Smearing off ice. That was their yes. auntie. That was their auntie. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. You was gonna they be so That's the one when you can't talk. That's the one when you can't talk to your mama about sex. That's the one that'll exactly. give you the comments. I was just about to say, tell them about boys and stuff. Miss Ryan, you can break up over to my house. <laughs> Ratchet. Uh-huh. So this is how the this is how the aunties first though. Well, baby, you sure you want to do that. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Well, you know, you know, make sure he right. Make sure he got a good head on his shoulders. So that's the first conversation. But then when they find out you actually didn't win, because they ain't going to really push you to have sex. But, you know, they ain't going to completely discourage you because they understand, like, hey, it ain't realistic for everybody to wait to marriage. But when you finally do get to have sex, they're going to be like, girl, how was How was the dick? And you'd be like, oh. Oh, Auntie! Oh, right. I am dead. So yeah, I am dead. Shout out to my ratchet aunties. <sighs> Shout out to the ratchet aunties. We needed y'all. We need you, and we still and we still do, and we still do, honey. Because when I go to the family function, I love seeing the ratchet aunties because I know I'm about to go turn up right with them. Correct. These the ones, these the ones that make their to go plate before they eat the function already has started. You know. <laughs> I thought that was just my family. I thought that was just my family. These Negroes, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more for the Thanksgiving episode, but they kill me with that, and I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, Lord. Well, I guess the flip side of the ratchet, ratchet auntie that you get turned up with is the cool auntie, okay? So she not as ratchet. She not going, you know, she not really about that rule breaking. She not really about all that. You know, she might let you get a little bit of wine. But she yeah. cool, though. You know, you see her more as like a sister. A little sister. Mm-hmm. You know, I reminded of, um, you know, since the Parkers then came back on, you know, Nikki Parker. How her and uh, mm-hmm. Kim was. You know, like real cool. You can talk to her about anything. But, you know, she wasn't down for that foolishness, though. But right, you can you, right. you can let your you can let your hair down. You can let your hair down. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can cut up with them. Listen to the good. They they listen to the. They know the music on the radio. They know about the, the trends. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. They'll know. They'll be like, oh, okay. We. You know. They was listening to WAP. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know. They was over there. What she said. I want you to touch that little dangly day that's swinging that back of my throat. <laughs> Yeah, they know a little bit of the lingo. They be like, oh, girl, yes, honey. You know, they'll be like, um, that was lit. You be like, okay, auntie, you know the words, the lingo. Right. I see you, sis. I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey. So we need the cool auntie because, you know, you can just let your hair down and chill. Huh. Okay, you got another one? What's your next auntie? Okay, I got one more. Shout out to the supportive aunties, okay? Yes. A lot of times these aunties, they don't necessarily have kids of their own. But when I tell you they be just as proud as a parent, okay, it's the aunties who gonna make sure you are situated. You know, there's a lot of single parents out here who, you know, they do their best, but sometimes they fall short financially. The auntie be like, oh, (laughs) What little the 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 need because I got him all these shoes for uh Not the for the new school year. Yeah, I got him. I got little Keith. What you need for little Keith? I got him. I'm gonna get his school uniforms this year. They coming to the games and they're gonna be just as loud as the parents. Uh uh-uh, uh, you didn't follow him. 
forget this video I saw on Twitter it was on years ago and it was some little white boy out there and he was trying to skateboard and he kept falling and so he was about to give up and it was some aunties out in the neighborhood and they was like uh uh do it over and they was like uh uh do it over and they (laughs) coached him through it they coached him through it until he got it and when I tell you they cheered him on and was so proud okay that's the auntie energy I love Okay, always being there for the girls and the little boys, honey. That's the auntie. And, you know, it ain't always financial. They ain't always vocalizing. Sometimes it's the small things. Sometimes you got an auntie, you know, sometimes you just had a bad day. Your energy just bad. They just say, hey, you want to come over to the house? I cooked a little dinner. And, you know, that dinner, it nourishes your soul. Okay? Give you a look, some some chicken wings, okay, a little macaroni, you know, a little collars or some rice and gravy. You know, it's just the little things that the aunties do. You know, sometimes you be somewhere and they just slide you a little couple coins. Here, here you go. Here go twenty dollars. You ain't asked for it. They just gave it to you. You know, at graduation, they proud. These aunties also on Facebook. You post a picture. Let me tell you something. It don't matter what time, what day, what you look like. An auntie gonna comment on your picture. Beautiful, baby. Oh, my God. You look just like your mom. You just so beautiful. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Auntie's gonna share everything that you post. Okay? Aunties look out when nobody else look out. Mm. I don't give a damn if nobody else in this world like your shit. An auntie gonna like your shit. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the auntie. I'm looking forward to continuing to be a supportive auntie because supportive aunties make the world go round. Okay? They're there when the parents are tired. They're there when the parents are inexistent. Supportive aunties for the win. Yes. With that being said, it's now time for the science moment of the week science moment of the week so this week's science moment i was inspired of course um by the election and a lot of people have been saying that since you know biden won we the u.s is going to um rejoin the paris climate agreement and so the first thing with that is some people don't even know what the paris climate agreement is and some people don't know that the Dutch president removed us from the president from the Paris Climate Agreement. So I'm here to talk about both of those things. So the Paris Climate Agreement is basically like, well, I've talked about climate change before. And so there is a lot of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that causes these changes um, in temperature that we see. And so basically a whole bunch of folks came together and decided on this agreement. Um, I think it started in 2015 and adopted in 2016 that we would make a global effort, a global effort to reduce carbon emissions. But the whole goal is to be able to regain control of the climate change and our temperature changing. So, any 
maybe thoughtful person might see this as a, a good thing, right? We see that the climate is changing. We see that our environment is being impacted. And so a whole bunch of folks came together and said, hey, we need to get, we need to stop this. We need to really figure out what we're going to do to be able to mitigate um, so our environment, you know, so we don't die. And so, yeah, that happened. That was a whole big thing. It was really important for scientists and really environments everywhere for everybody because it's like the nation, everybody is saying that this is important and we need to change and we need to fix this climate change. But <laughs> in the great, I think it was 2017 or so, 2018, um, President the Dud Trump said that we were going to be leaving the Paris Climate Agreement and that we weren't going to be focusing on climate change. And which is interesting because, like I said, climate change is because of the emission of these carbon dioxide and greenhouse gases. And the United States is the world's second largest emitter of greenhouse gases. So it's just crazy that we would be the one to remove ourselves from this Paris Climate Agreement when we were the ones who contributed, contributed the most to the problems that we see in our environment. So I say all that to give you this background, but now we have a potential, you know, we have a president-elect who does believe in science and he has made it clear that he plans to re-sign, you know, the U.S. up to the Paris Climate Agreement and for us to get back on track for fighting climate change. So that's just very exciting, especially for me as an environmental scientist. And then it should be for everybody because we probably don't even know these things are happening around us. And this is really super important for the future of the environment. So yay for um, getting back in the Paris Climate Agreement and really having a president that truly cares about science. So mm -hmm. that's it. <laughs> yeah, guys, now and, and yeah, guys, like this is a perfect time, like especially if you're like into the stock market to start exploring like stocks that are um, companies that use renewable energy um, and also like, you know, like electric car companies and stuff like that, just because that's the wave. Like, you know, um, the government is going to get more involved with regulating are you know how how terrible we are and wasteful we are with you know energy with gas and pollutants and stuff like that so it's time to get on board and i'm excited about it we are too wasteful as americans as a world we're just really wasteful so. yeah we really are and so it's just really cool to see i think that was really just interesting to see like you know the current person who like is completely against science there was a point where you know we couldn't even say climate change as scientists they removed it from government websites and now we have someone who's like, no, yeah, that happened. And so now we have someone like, who's like, no, like we need to be talking about this openly. We need to be always saying something. And so it's just really a change and a breath of fresh air. So I hope, I hope it's a new day coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll take time. Um, and I think it all is contingent upon how the Senate race comes out, whether they'll be able to move a lot of things quicker. Um, so depending on how that goes, if, if they're able to turn the Senate blue, I think it'd be a lot of change as it relates to climate change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, hope you all learned something. Fact check me. If you don't believe me, Google it. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for Reddit on Reddit. Girl, what you done, hey. did, what you been on, what you done found on Reddit today? <laughs> Honey, I didn't found what a weighted blanket. Okay. So 
I had the girls have been talking about weighted blankets for years, but I am what cheap, so I didn't buy hold one. Up. Hold up, I thought I said Reddit already. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> you was extra high, extra high. <laughs> oh, well, I need to cut that part. Hold on, what time? What's the time stamp at? Because I need to write it. Um, forty eight oh nine right now. So that probably happened around forty seven fifty eight. Okay. Okay, so on Reddit, this was posted five days ago, so that would have been November the 6th. Uh, username Happy Eggs, Happy Chicks posted in the thread, Am I the Asshole? She posted the following. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Would I be the asshole? Oh, it's a man. Would I be a, the asshole for impregnating my daughter? What? Okay. I apologize for the clickbait title. This isn't as gross or hillbilly as it sounds. In 2018, my oldest daughter, 25-year-old female, and her wife, who's 24, decided they wanted to have a baby. They asked me to donate sperm. And after talking with my wife, we agreed. I was super excited as I was about to be a grandpa. But to be honest, I was excited to see a kid that was genetically mine. All my kids are adopted. So daughter-in-law got pregnant. Daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law and I ended up really bonding a lot. I tried to respect their boundaries, but daughter-in-law was very open to me, uh, uh, me being around and helping a lot. It all seemed to be going great. But in the second trimester the daughter-in-law started having complications she lost the baby it was crushing we all love that kid my daughter immediately started talking about trying again but they were waiting until the daughter-in-law was ready last week they came and asked if i would donate again i immediately agreed i should have talked to my wife first i know then it was revealed in a conversation my daughter would be the one to be pregnant this time that feels a little weird but there's no genetic relation so I don't really care. Turns out my wife cares a lot. She thinks it's too weird. In addition, she revealed that she felt very jealous when daughter-in-law was pregnant and felt like I didn't spend enough time with our other kids. We have four at home right now, eight, nine, 12, 15. I am a super involved dad. I promise to manage the time difference better, but she doesn't like uh, think that'll be enough. She has asked me not to, but I believe that request is unreasonable. We've argued as much as I love my wife and want to respect her wishes. I think I'm still doing it. So would I be the asshole? Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. What do you, what do you, what? It's so many layers to this. And this is kind of weird dog like it's super weird dog it's super weird it's like yeah technically y'all are like not blood but it's just a very weird feeling to know that your child is pregnant by your like i'm the daughter right now Oh, hey, I know you're a lesbian. Who you get pregnant by? Did you go to the sperm bank? No, I'm pregnant by my daddy. WTF? 
It's I, like, that's what I'm having a hard time understanding. Like, why? Like, out of all the men in the world, why does she need to get pregnant by him? Because basically, your daddy, your daddy is your grandpa. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, but why? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, it was, I honestly thought it, it it made sense to me. And this is where it can be sound fucked up. But I thought it was her actual dad, and she wanted the she basically wanted the child to have some of her DNA. So he was impregnating the other girl. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, he would get some of her DNA and she would have the mom's DNA. So that's why the dad was involved. And that's kind of weird, but it made kind of sense because it was like, okay, the pre- you know, like she's not going to get the DNA because they're two females, two women. Right. But the fact that she's not even related to the dad, they don't even have any genetic DNA. Like, what is the purpose? Like, go get another dude, bruh. Like, I'm confused. Right, it can't cost but so much to go to the sperm mate. I mean, probably what five hundred dollars, like sis. Um, it's a no for me. Um, it's just unsettling to me, and I know that this isn't incest, but it's the closest you can get to incest, and I don't like it. Well, it's not incest. Oh, it's just weird. It's just it's not it incest, just but it's make just weird. Sense. It just doesn't make sense to me. I just don't understand out of all the men in the world, why would you go and get her dad if they're not really related? And then, yeah, it's a no for me. It's a yes. I don't know for me. <laughs> and, as far as him, and as far as him being an asshole for, you know, not respecting his wife wishes when they got four kids in the house, you're a super asshole for that. Like your wife said, no, your wife says she don't like the situation and you don't respect your wife's wishes. Y'all already got four kids. Your daughter is grown now. You know, like, le- no, it's a no. It's yeah, a it's a it's a real yeah. It's just it's such a weird. It's so weird. It's just weird. That's what's just like what? I just yeah. I think that's a no for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, what you got? Okay, here go mine. This was posted one day ago. T from user TA sorry not sorry. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not liking how my girlfriend dresses for work? <laughs> if you're not feeling if you're not buying her clothes, then yes, okay. <laughs> That's the first things first. Okay, so I, 43-year-old male, don't think I'm in the wrong here. But my mother is very angry at me. And my best friend said I was a horrible person for saying what I did. And I'd be lucky if my girlfriend didn't put me out with the garbage since I decided I wanted to act like trash. (laughs) Okay. My girlfriend, 34 years old, female, is a preschool teacher. And for some reason, I can't explain, she dresses like Miss Frizzle like a dress with the pattern of whatever they are studying. She makes a lot of them herself, now including matching masks. The kids love it, and the parents seem to think it's great. I don't like the amount of attention she gets, honestly. I'd prefer she came home and changed before running any errands. On Friday, she helped my mom with something after work, and and she was still in her weird dress. I have told her before, I don't like when she dresses that way, but she tells me I don't have to like it, but I have no right to tell her how to dress. 
<laughs> I was upset she went out like that with my mother and told her that my mom said she was embarrassed and to ask that she please not dress like that again if they're going out. I was not expecting her to call my mom and apologize. When my mom asked what she meant, she told her what I said. My mom was furious, explained she doesn't have a problem with how my girlfriend dresses and thinks it's great she spends extra time doing things to engage her students. My mom then yelled at me for lying to my girlfriend and trying to throw her under the bus because I was being an insecure jerk. <laughs> my, girlfriend, my girlfriend and I got into a huge fight. I said she should be embarrassed to be seen in public like that. She said the only thing she was embarrassed by was me. She hasn't spoke to me or done anything for me since. My friend said I was horrible, horrible, and called me trash. I shouldn't have lied, but I think my girlfriend should take what I think about her clothes into consideration, and I'm not sorry for expecting her to dress more appropriately in public. Am I really such an asshole? <laughs> and then here's the edit I'm sure y'all will all be pleased to know we broke up tonight she said I'm too controlling and narrow minded so she broke up with me <laughs> honestly she should have because he's an asshole like sir it's just like this is what she do leave her alone like okay. if you like her you like her like if you like her personality then what difference does it make? Does she want to dress like Miss Frizzle? Like, hell, she been dressing like Miss Frizzle. So who are you to tell her to change? Go away and do better. She was on the way into work. Well, no. So he said she wore it to work, but then there was sometimes, like, way after work, she would have to go and run errands. And so he said that she wanted her, he wanted her to go from work, change, go home and change, and then go run her errands. And she was like, no. Oh, brother. Okay. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, I'd have been at work with some fucking kids all day, and you want me to come home and change and then go to Walmart? Bitch, please. Walmart getting what they get. <laughs> like, because this people sir. dress far worse in the Walmart. Okay. Mm. And then for him to lie about it, talking about his mom was embarrassed. Sir, you're embarrassed. Go away. I don't think it's that big of a deal because she's only wearing it to work for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I feel like. If this was her new attire for like the rest of her life, and that's and it's drastically different than like what she used to do, then it would be like, okay, let's have a conversation about why your aesthetic has changed so much. But she's doing this for like work just to be engaged with the students and have fun and just being like a quirky teacher. And I honestly don't see a problem. I think it would be a completely different conversation. Like, okay, I'm gonna give a guy for example. So, like, say a guy was like super debonair, always had like polished shoes on you know, wear nice suits, all of that. And then he just became like a complete slob. It would be like, mm. okay, so this isn't the guy that I'm used to. This isn't the swag I'm used to. Let's just have a conversation. But that's not the reality here. Like she's she's doing it to be engaging with her students. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't either. And it's just like weird that he's like an asshole about it. Like she's literally making clothes. Like tip teachers don't even care about their students. She's over here making clothes. Great. <laughs> to like to further engage them and you're you have an attitude because she wears it outside of school like she made that shit i'd be wearing it too forget these people like that's what i'm saying like people be so worried about what other people think like bro go away <laughs> like, right you had like she wearing it to 
a, a formal dinner with you and you in there. It's like she going to work. Like exactly. you there. Why you care so much? He's a Anyways, you know what time it is? <laughs> it's time for Mandy's review of the week. What you got hey. for us, girl? What you got? So the girls have been talking about weighted blankets for the past couple of years. Mm. And I wanted one, but honey, I looked up the price and at one point them weighted blankets was like two hundred plus dollars. And um and I was far too cheap for that. So it had to stay in the store. But you know, I was like, you know what? I knew this election was about to come as well as daylight savings time. And I was like, you know what? Let me comfort myself. Because in case you all aren't aware, like weighted blankets are really good for like, um, so initially they were kind of um, designed for children with autism who have like severe anxiety. And so mm. the blankets are like, you know, pretty heavy. They range from like five pounds up to like whatever, I don't know, like 35 pounds. Mm. And they usually like the weight of the blanket usually keeps them like in the same place and like makes them feel like secure and comforted. Um, almost like when a kid is having like a moment, a lot of times parents are like hug them and hold them tight. So I think mm-hmm. it's like that same type of feeling and it's supposed to help you with relieve anxiety. It's also supposed to help people who like have insomnia really bad and toss and turn. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get one. So I purchased one from Amazon and I'll put the link in the bio and I end up getting a 25 pound one. It's pretty heavy. I'm not going to lie. Um, And it's filled with like glass beads or whatever, but it's a super soft, like a felt um, teal color um, blanket. It's by YNM or whatever. Uh And it feels like almost like a mink type material, but clearly it's not. And um, the measurements is like 60 inches by 80 inches. So, you know, it's a good bit. Like if you want it, you know, it's made for one person, but you could probably fit another person under there. But um, I got it. And I paid $62.90 for it. And I got it through Amazon Prime. And it has really good reviews. It has about 1,400 reviews. So definitely, guys, like, if you have a hard time sleeping or, you know, you just feel stressed out and you just want something that'll kind of help you throughout the day, like, you know, you could be working on a project and you could literally put the blanket on and, you know, continue to do your work on a laptop or whatever. So, yeah, definitely would recommend it. Feels great. And it's not super, like, hot either. Um. So I'll probably get a duvet cover for it because I'm sure it would be comp- like just a whole ordeal to try to get it cleaned because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably just going to get a duvet for it so that way I can just wash the duvet. But yes, definitely enjoyed it. Let my cousin try it this weekend because my cousins and my mom came to see me this weekend and she was like, wow, like this is awesome. So yeah, definitely will recommend. Yeah. So, Timo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you rent ready? Oh, you know, I stay rent ready. <laughs> okay. My rent this week is short and sweet. 70 million people. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> that, that, like, that, I don't believe it. Okay. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> Tweets that didn't fly. <laughs> like, Girl. Because I, I just, I'm appalled at y'all. Like, you're trash, okay? You're trash. You're trash. Correct. And that's all we can say about that. Because y'all trash. That's trash it. on top like, of trash. <laughs> 70 million of y'all. There are 70 million trash people running around amongst us, okay? <laughs> trash. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> All right. Tweet that did fly. Look, that's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Y'all trash. <laughs> All right. So this is, I need you to talk about the tweet that I retweeted before I commented on it. So uh, Tyler, um, username at she is Tyler, posted mm-hmm. on October the 10th. Hey, Tyler. What's up, girl? She posted hey, girl. with the face of Wendy Williams, like gasping. <laughs> it was like, one of my friends showed me pics of her husband's ex-girlfriend on Instagram. She passed me her phone and explicitly stated, be careful. Please don't accidentally like her pics. My fingers are fat. So y'all know it ended with me what? Liking Shorty's pic. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I retweeted it and I got six likes. I put a comment. This is why Instagram needs an incognito lurk mode oh my goodness no they don't because y'all would be lurking so hard okay <laughs> listen we've all seen it we'll have a whole uh you'll get a um a notification one day you know this is for the people who you know don't have millions of followers so you pay attention to your notifications on instagram and you'll see somebody like one of your pictures from three years ago, and you know <laughs> they, they accidentally liked it. Right. Okay? And so we've all been there when we do a little research, you know, let's say you do a little Tinder swipe or something, and you find you want to see their Instagram, see what they bout, and you didn't <laughs> accidentally like the picture. Mistakes happen. Okay? And this is why they need a what? Incognito mode so we can lurk in peace. Okay? Dear Mark Zuckerberg, or uh, it's Blue Boost to say Mark Zuckerbergen, please make us an incognito mode. Please, please, please. So I can lurk in peace and make it so that I can be invisible for the stories. Because sometimes I'll be wanting to look at folks' stories, but I don't want them to know I saw their story. <sighs> so that's it. What's your tweet? Oh my gosh, I tweeted this. Um, September 25th it's a picture of Kelsey Grammer and he says it kills me every time I see Kelsey Grammer name pop up at the end of girlfriends like sir what you doing here I see you yo so I literally so y'all y'all can google Kelsey Grammer but this is Frazier the white dude and so apparently he is the executive producer of girlfriends like ow how did you get here sir what are you doing here lurking and so you know um Netflix dropped girlfriends on you know strong black lead or whatever they was doing and so I was watching it night after night and I was like bro Kelsey (laughs) so yeah I kept seeing this I finally tweeted it and I'm dead Cause what you doing? You know he also uh, was a producer on the game. I'm weak. Kelsey said, "Listen, I'm out here. <laughs> I'm, I'm out here. This wet money. I'm gonna get right. this wet money. Okay. Rent me my money. <laughs> Rent me my money. <laughs> I know that's right, Kelsey. Get your money. Oh my gosh. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's all. So I'd like to thank our sponsors." Mm-hmm. Timo and Mandy. <laughs> hey, we all we got. Hey, hey, Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the combo going. 
Follow us on social media at we D A N G L I N. 